0: From the trap now, I rap. now I rap. No matter where I'm at, I got crack. I got crack. Started from the trap now I rap. Now I No matter where I'm at, I got crack. I got crack. I got crinet. Yeah, I got crinet. Crack crack. Got that Ooh, Yeah, crack. I what the, the I fuck is up? Cot state annoyance podcast. Mad. here We are here celebrating national no, no, crack no, 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 day. It's National Crack Day. It's National Podcast Day today that I'm recording. It's late. The podcast is late. I don't care. I don't care. Podcast is National Podcast Day today. I'm laying low today. I'm getting lazy. You know, today I'm fucking kicking my feet up and smoking some crack because it's also National Crack Day. (laughs) celebrating national crack day with two chains because apparently this song that was released in 2012 no matter where two chains goes he always has crack yep you've heard it from the source himself he always at all times has crack even when he sleeps naked even when he sleeps naked i moved the camera god fucking damn it even when he sleeps naked he has crack on. On him, dude. He has a crack rock just tucked behind his fucking ear, dude. If two chains is naked, there's no way you could get two chains completely naked, dude. Because if two chains is always gonna have two things on him, he's gonna have crack and two chains. That's that's <laughs> if you take away two chains' chains, dude. I think he just loses off his power, dude. I think if you take two chains' chains away he just disappears, man, like, for all I know, 2 Chains could be, like, a, you know, a thousand year old immortal, dude, you know, who strike to deal with the devil, to, like, live forever, you know, be ultra successful, despite barely trying, dude, and I'm not saying 2 Chains is not talented, I mean, I mean, sure, you know, he's got, he he's has a bunch of hits, dude, like, people resonate with his you know, with his songs about having crack, you know? Yeah, I mean, when I when I hear this song about 2 chains always having crack, I'm like, hey, man, like, I see a little bit of myself. <laughs> I see a little bit of myself in this song. Like, oh, man, this guy could relate to the common man. He always has crack. I mean, you know. <laughs> plumbers, dude. This is like a song for plumbers, dude. No matter where I'm at, I show my crack, show my crack fixing pipe, bitch, that's what I do, what I do, Jesus fucking Christ, man, <laughs> he always has, cr- I mean, always 2 chains. even now, I really wonder what he thinks about this song now, like, you always have crack, even when you're, like, doing your Vice show, where you're, like, smoking from these, like, you know, super expensive, weed devices and like trying $10,000 you know gold plated edibles like you still have crack on you at all times like I thought you were a real G 2 Chains I like a man that 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 when he says something he stands by it you better always have crack to the day you fucking die 2 chains till the day you fucking die dude the day Two Chains fucking dies, dude, you better not get cremated, you motherfucker. You better be fucking buried because I'm gonna go to Two Chains fucking. I'm gonna go to Two Chains fucking tomb. I'm gonna dig that shit up, dude. And there better be crack inside your fucking tomb, dude. Because you always have crack. You promised! You promised! <laughs> <laughs> he always has crack. What kind of a song is that, dude? <laughs> and I understand, like, you know you're you know people who are put in that situation you know where you're like you know selling crack on a street corner like yeah this is your reality you know you sell crack in a crack house just like 16 year olds that you know this is their life but like to make a song about it where it's like there's no like death it's just like hey man i got crack <laughs> fucking, i love that shit dude i love that shit That's fucking wild, dude. He always has crack, dude. I wonder if any, like, you know, Make-A-Wish kid has asked to, like, see 2 chains. you know? (laughs) Does he have crack in? Does he have, like, crack tucked inside his sock when he goes out to see some Make-A-Wish Foundation child, dude? How about at the airport, dude? You always have some crack tucked inside your butt, dude. That's a weird drug to have tucked inside your butt, especially in an airport, especially when you're like a fucking mit- Well, what's his net worth? What is Two Chains' net worth? Let's see, Two Chains' net worth. I mean, you know, he has a show, he has a bunch of bangers. Let's see, Two Chains' net worth. I want to know. I want to know. Let's see, $6 million, dude. You still have crack around? You have Coke for sure, but crack, dude? A millionaire walking around with crack, dude, because he's a real OG. By the way, with $6 million, he can afford more than two chains, I think. <laughs> he could he could upgrade to three chains, <laughs> you know? <laughs> what if, like, when his net worth hits, like, 10, 10 mil, then he's going to ch- change his name to fucking three chains, dude? <laughs> What if I just called myself Three Chains? I mean, I don't think there's any problem with that. I don't think I could get, like, copyrighted. I mean, sure, it will be made fun of, but who gives a fuck, dude? You know, someone else calls himself Four Chains, dude. I want to, like, copyright just all of those names, dude. And, like, impersonate each and every fucking rapper. Or, or... We, I, me, and a couple of friends, we we become rappers. I become Three Chains. Another friend of mine becomes Four Chains. Another friend of mine becomes Five Chains, Six Chains. You know, the best one out of all of us is gonna be called Chains. You know, and <laughs> we just like start a group. You know, just to see if we could get Two Chains to make a song with us. You know, the Chains. We're a Chain Gang, a Chains Gang. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> so fucking dumb, dude. Two chains is a wild name to like self-assign yourself and to become fucking successful. That's a wild fucking name. Like that worked out for you, truly? Like I'm Mister Overthink. You know, I overthink shit, and I've I've noticed that the more you overthink shit, the less successful you become. Like the more you overthink shit, it's just it just things just don't come to you, dude. It's like un- unless if you're assigned to like, you know. Uh, to do like a TV show, you know, unless if you have some capital behind you, like overthinking shit, it's just like it's not worth it, dude. Like, like I've always noticed that the more time I, I spend into doing like a sketch or video, the the more shitty it is, dude. The more crappy it fucking is. It gets like no engagement. It's fucking terrible. But whenever I do something dumb, dude, that I could whip up together in fucking thirty minutes, that that, that gets a bunch of shares. You know, it gets just. I don't know, it's just fucking maybe I should just do crack, dude. Maybe I should just burn a couple of fucking neurons, dude, and just stop thinking so fucking hard. Because to be honest, all this processing power is just it's just for naught. There's no fucking reason to be overthinking each and every fucking move move every, you know, all the fucking time. And it's exhausting too, you know. I'm constantly doubting myself. And then, you know, I see this shit, you know, two chains just rapping about. Again, and I respect it, dude. You know, again, he is successful. He does have a net worth of Six million dollars and probably more if he's still in the crack game, you know? He's a crack kingpin. I wonder who's the crack kingpin of the world, dude. Just of crack, you know? Because you obviously want to graduate from crack to like, you know, coke. You know, just something, just like better drugs. Because crack is like, you know, you, you need some customer service skills. <laughs> dude. You have to be pretty, it's pretty weird because to deal with crackheads, I guess a part, of, like to, to provide a good customer service experience to crackheads, you kind of have to be empathetic and understand the situation that they're in. Like they're addicted to crack. But at the same time, if you're empathetic enough to understand that, you know, these people are itchy, they're aggressive, they don't get their crack, you know, where where you could be like understanding and like, you know, compassionate to these people. If, if, if you have the ability to like empathize with that, you're not going to sell them crack. <laughs> you're not going to do that to them, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The My Pillow guy, by the way, the My Pillow guy, which I know he, I know he was like shoved into the public spotlight like a couple of months ago because I think he was like saying something about like some COVID miracle cure. I don't know what the fuck he was saying, but the, I know that the My Pillow guy was like he was an ex-crackhead. I remember reading that. I remember reading that the My Pillow guy, dude, the guy that in his commercial he has like a little cross, dude. Like he, that guy was so addicted to crack, and I re- remember reading this. He was so addicted to crack that. His dealer refused to sell him crack anymore, dude. Like and 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 his dealer threatened all the other dealers that would dare to sell the my pillow guy crack, dude. I would love to hear the ideas that was fucking falling out of the my pillow guy's face while he was just tripping on crack, dude. I would love to fucking. Just, <laughs> just to experience, because you know. <laughs> could you imagine if, like, the my pillow just came came from like a crack haze? Dude, like every time he would do crack, he was like, "I want to make the more. I want to make the most comfortable, most comfortable pillow in the fucking world. Made in the USA. Made in the USA. We have the best pillows. You know, just wanting to make the best pillow in the fucking world. I don't know how crack people get. I've never been around someone that's been cracked out of their mind. You know." I should. I should. I should put myself in those situations. But again, dude, like, nothing's been happening in my life, man. Nothing, nothing's nothing been happening in my life lately, you know? I've been, I don't know, I've been just so bored, man. I've been so disconnected from, like, the world, you know? And of course, I have the internet, but we all know that the internet isn't, like, a real representation of what's happening out there. It's in a real representation of the world, you know? It's not like, whenever you look at the internet... You know, it's like you're looking at the world through the lens of another person, you know, if you're like reading articles or the news, which I wish the news was this like, you know, just journalists just stating the facts and letting you make up your own mind. But everything's a fucking opinion piece. Everything right now is a fucking opinion piece, you know, and opinions are basically just like, you know, you seeing the world through through the lens of someone else. Like, it's just like... How would I explain it? It's not like an an organic view of the world. It's it's like pre-processed, you know? And I'm munching on this worldview of like, you know... Someone who came to their own conclusions. And I coming I like coming to my own conclusions, you know? I've been stuck in, you know, in this fucking loop, in this hell fucking loop, dude, from like my job and and you know, being home and my job. Those are the only two places I've been in the last month, dude. Like I haven't seen my friends. It's been it's been pretty tough, dude. Especially this podcast. This podcast is late. This podcast is late. And I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm explaining myself, but it's truly what's on my mind right now. It's like I've just been in this fucking hell loop, dude. Nothing interesting has fucking happened in my life, dude. You know and the fact that I have to come here and like pretend that that you know everything's okay and dandy, and that I find find the world interesting is fucking hard. <laughs> it's fucking hard, dude. I'm not complaining. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just this is just like my reality right now. You know, the most interesting interesting thing that happened, and thank God, because this is probably going to provide five minutes to the podcast that weren't going to be here if this didn't happen. I had my first episode of sleep paralysis last night. For the first time, I experienced sleep paralysis, dude. I swear to God. First off, I, I, I used to think that sleep paralysis was only something... That happened to hot bipolar chicks. I thought that was just a, exclusively a hot bipolar chick thing, dude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I, I swear to God. Because all the chicks that talk about sleep paralysis on Twitter, you know, you go to their fucking page. And they're spouting out, you know, whatever dumb shit's on their mind. Whatever, you know, extreme point of view is on their head. Depending, you know, what side of the spectrum their bipolarism is you know, taking, and there are always women with, like, those super short bangs, you know, so it's like, you know, bipolar crazy chicks get sleep paralysis, I've never heard of some dude say, hey, I got sleep paralysis, and I had my first episode of sleep paralysis, and I was fucking terrified, dude, it was fucking, it is as terrifying as they say, I didn't see anything, though, I didn't see, like, a figure, as most people would describe, but I did hear something, like, my eyes were open, my eyes were open, It was like – I think it was like 4.30 in the morning, 5 in the morning when I went – you know. And my eyes were open and outside the window, I heard kids playing. Just like – it's just like creepy kid laughter and just kids talking but with like that creepy dream echo. Like (laughs) – like that creepy – just like that creepy horror movie echo when kids – You know, are screaming in like a dream sequence, or you know, when you are like walking through the house when when it's all dark and you could hear like a ghost and it's like echoy. I could hear that and I was freaked out because you know I live in the middle of nowhere and the fact that there is like kids playing tag outside my fucking room, just like what the what? Why are there kids in my property, dude? Like to be honest, like if if it was not sleep paralysis and there were kids like playing out, like I would I would have to go out and deal with that. You know, at 4.30, in the morning, I would have to deal with children, delinquent children just in my property playing fucking tagging. I don't blame them. Like, I have, like, a pretty, and when I say I, I mean my mom. I, my mom. <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God. It sucks. I hate saying that. I live in my mom's house. <laughs> the more, by the way, this is a, this is a quick tangent. The more just time goes by because i'm going to be 24 in december 4th by the way this is what what day am i recording this tomorrow tomorrow's october you know my birthday's i'm going to be 24 dude and i feel like at 24 i should have just i should have have something i should have be able to like and i'm nowhere dude i'm i'm and i that you know that's why sometimes this podcast is fucking hard to do because you know i've done nothing with my life thanks to covid thanks to not having a car and i've just you know, now I'm gonna become twenty four and like nothing's happened. It fucking sucks. Stop the sleep paralysis episode. And seriously, like if there were kids outside playing my room, like what? What was? <laughs> what am I gonna do? Like go out with like a baseball bat, dude, and scream at them? Like what? What am I going to do, bro? <laughs> There's kids outside my and and then I would hear kids, and then I would hear like adults outside my my window. Until one point, I I heard a baby. It's raining right now. I really hope that doesn't come in through the recording I I heard a baby outside my window crying dude just wailing bro like if that kid was on a fucking airplane dude like the air marshal would shoot it in the fucking face it was just screaming dude just maniacally, dude. It was terrifying. It was fu- it was a terrifying fucking thing. And then and then you know I had my eyes open and I would hear this kid and and I, and I could feel the fear, but I couldn't move. And then like a part of me is like, why can't I move? And then I was thinking, oh my god, am I li- literally paralyzed with fear? And this kid's just fucking screaming. I'm like, did some maniac just leave a a, a crying child outside of my window, dude? <laughs> like is this happening right now? Is this truly happening, you know, which by the way, if I was, if I was a pedophile, like this is a wet dream, dude, I would wake up with like the hardest boner, dude, you know, I would have to clean my sheets at four in the morning, (laughs) you know, like for any pedophile out there, like this is, this is the dream that they wish that they could have, dude, you know, all the pedophile listeners, you know, that are, (laughs) I wonder, I wonder if fucking pedophiles listen to podcasts, dude. I wonder if there's like any pedophile podcast out there on the dark web. It has to be like, you know, podcast hosted on the dark web, you know, about like ret rooms and pedophilia (laughs) and human trafficking, you know, giving out the best tips, giving out the best tips, you know, fucking, I don't know, fucking nerds rope. Nerds rope, you know, just like giving out advice on how nerds rope is the best candy to give to kids because, you know. Because because you could choke them with the nerds rope and <laughs> get them unconscious while they're eating. I don't know, man. I don't want to think about these things. My point being that it was just a terrifying fucking experience, man. And it felt so real and vivid. And when I woke up, like when I finally could move, like that's when I when I like woke up, like all, all the all the noises just disappeared. I was spooked, dude. I was fucking spooked, yo. I was terrified. Fucking I haven't I haven't had a bad dream in a long time, man. Seriously, I, didn't have, I haven't had a bad dream in a very long time. I remember one time I, that, that that sort of reminded me. This one time, when I was when I was like maybe twelve, it was like twelve. Okay, this story, by the way, that I'm about to tell, I am I'm, I'm going to lie and say that I was like eight because I because if I say that I was twelve, it's pretty embarrassing. But <laughs> I don't know how old I was. But I remember. Because I used to move around a lot in my sleep, you know. Like I would wake up with my head on you know, with my head on the opposite side of the of, you know, you know my feet would be at the headboard. That's what I'm trying to say because I would move I would move around a lot that i would do a 180 dude in my bed i would do a full 180 for all i know dude for all i know i'm just doing 360s dude i <laughs> sleep i'm just doing 360 <laughs> you know i'm doing 360s and i wake up like oh you know i had a productive that's why i wake up all tired dude i'm doing like 360s <laughs> i still move around and i'm not aware of it <laughs> You know, I'm fucking breakdancing in my bed. You know, God, that would be great. That would be great. To be honest, like when I, when I finally settled down into a relationship, because I thought about it, I, tr- I truly thought about it. You know, like this pandemic has, has got me thinking about, you know, how my aspirations to become a man whore are just, you know, they're just. It's a dumb aspiration. It's a dumb thing to follow because being a man whore. You know, which by the way, by the way, let me, this is going to be sort of controversial, but I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I don't care. Being a man whore requires a lot more energy than being a woman whore. I said it, dude. If you're a man whore, you're consistently fucking hunting, dude. You're fucking hunting, you're 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 rolling the dice, dude. Consistently rolling the dice, putting your ego, putting your self esteem on the chopping board every fucking day. Day in, day out, every fucking day, dude. That's what man that's what man whores do. You gotta respect the game of the man whore. You gotta respect that's why no one respects a fuckboy, boy, dude. Because a fuckboy boy will pretend to wanna be in a relationship just to like, you know. Just to munch on your puss, just to get a little taste. But a man whore is like, I mean, a man whore could be. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, a really successful fuck boy is a man whore, right? If you're, if you're raking in them numbers, dude. You know, if you're getting that high score, you know. <laughs> but I used to think that, truly, I used to think that. Just, I don't know, fucking getting on, getting it on with a bunch of women day in, day out, you know, getting on with a bunch of women as much as I could was going to fill the void. But again, like I've just realized that I just don't like people that much. (laughs) I don't like people that much to be constantly just like doing this back and forth thing where I'm just like, just trying to fucking raise my numbers. You know, I thought like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe if I fucked 50 women in my lifetime, I could maybe fill, but it's not gonna do. It's not gonna fill any void. It's not gonna. It's just it's so much work, dude. When I could put my time and energy into something else, maybe into making the podcast better, George. Maybe into actually thinking about better things to think about on a podcast and to make fun about two changes, you know brought up where he was selling crack to survive you know he was shoved into that situation and here I am in my mom's house making fun of it you know with my privilege making fun of (laughs) 2J I'm not you know I'm all for people selling drugs to be honest I am I'm all for people selling drugs I don't care I mean, don't sell it to kids, you know. No no fucking kid. I mean, no drug dealer walked up to me to sell me drugs because I was a lame ass kid. Honestly, parents out there, if you're really worried about strangers selling your kids drugs, don't fucking make your kids look cool. Don't put your kids in designer clothes, you know, give them homemade shitty haircuts dude like you want your kid you don't want your kid to be cool you seriously don't want your kid to be cool dude buy him cheap sears t-shirts that are like complaining about homework but keep on buying those those t-shirts to your kid until he's you know up till he's like 16 you want your kid to look like a loser don't let him wear skinny jeans you know give him hand me downs give him shitty fucking shoes you know like i remember i remember this one time when i was in summer camp i was like 8 10 years old oh i didn't tell the story about that time i'll i'll talk about that later i'm i, I promise i'm i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna touch on that story but i remember one time i was at i was at summer camp and i remember fuck man I remember that's when it all changed for me, dude. I remember that's when, like, childhood sort of died for me. That that was, like, the beginning of the death of childhood. That was when childhood started coughing up blood, dude. And just realized, oh, my God, I'm dying, dude. That was the fucking day. I was at summer camp. And I remember I had Transformer shoes. Why? Because I like Transformers. I like fucking, I love Transformers, dude, you know, Michael Bay, (laughs) you know, I I was an impressionable young man, and, like, Michael Bay's Transformers blew my fucking mind, there was a lot of explosions, you know, Megan Fox is, like, every fucking kid's first crush, if you still find Megan Fox attracted, you're fucking basic as fuck, dude, like, grow the fuck up, dude, grow up, wonder how she looks like now, though, but... And I, you know, because I like Transformers, you know, when you're a kid, you only like cartoons because you're not exposed to a lot of things. You like cartoons and chicken nuggets. That's what you like. You like cartoons, chicken nuggets, and you like t-shirts that say that you hate homework. That's what it is. You know, that's your deal. You like toys. And I remember I just, I was, I was looking at my friend's shoes. I was looking at everybody else in my summer camp group. I was looking at their shoes and they all had brand shoes, dude. They all had fucking like Adidas, Nikes. And I remember, by the way, the reason why I looked at and I was super conscious about everyone else's shoes is because I had two buddies talking about shoes, two eight year olds bragging about the shoes that their mom was going to gift them for Christmas. And I'm like, why are you asking for shoes? I'm like, ask for a video game, dude. Fucking Santa only comes once a year. You're asking for shoes, dude you asking for fucking shoes? What are you, an African, dude? What is this, Africa, dude? Ask for a video game. You have shoes. Like, what are you? And they were talking just about, like, these basketball shoes, dude. Eight-year-olds bragging about what shoes they had, what shoes they were going to buy. And then I looked at my shoes, and I'm like, I don't even have anything similar to this. I have, I have kid shoes. That's why I remember thinking that. I have child shoes. But I was a child, dude. I was a fucking child. And that was, like, the beginning of the end. I was, like, 10. I wasn't 8. I was 10, I remember. I was 10 years old. It's the beginning of the end, dude. Just, like, everybody pretending that they're adults, you know? <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> everybody was pretending that they're fucking adults, and I don't know. It was, like... And I didn't have, like, a big brother. So, I, like, none of this made sense to me. But all I knew was, like, fuck, man. I'm on... I'm on the bottom of the pecking order. I'm on the bottom of the hierarchy because I'm here walking around with fucking transformer shoes feeling like a buffoon, dude. I remember feeling embarrassed about myself you know but why would i be into nike i didn't watch basketball you know we only had local television so there was no way for me to watch basketball my father wasn't you know my father was my father was alive back then but he you know he didn't live in puerto rico so and you know and by that time my parents were divorced so like i didn't have to like pretend to be into a game just to connect with my father i didn't have to pretend to you know i didn't have to pretend to root For a team which state I've never been to, just to connect with my father. Like, I didn't have to do that, you know? So, like, I didn't, I never understood, but all I knew is that I felt like a fucking child and I felt like a fucking buffoon in that moment, you know? But that's why no one sold me drugs. That's why no one tried to, you know, pass me a cigarette when I was 10 or 12 because I was such a fucking dork, you know? I was such a fucking dork. And I, and of course, I like. I, no one's getting laid when they're ten because they have, you know, eighty-dollar pairs of Nike fucking shoes. It doesn't matter, you know. But if you if you dress your child in eighty-dollar pairs of Nike shoes you know you give him cool clean haircuts you give him a gold chain there's parents who give their children gold chains like people are gonna go and sell him fucking drugs that's how it works you want your child to be dorky I think the way to go is for your child to be a fucking loser dork until he's 18 he tries to he struggles and figure and and, and figure figures out who he is you know how he figures out how to be cool from like 18 to 20 you know and then from like 20 up you know You've been a dork so long that you understand that, you know, you don't have to subject yourself to peer pressure to do dumb shit like, you know, do drugs or like fucking drive your car in like an insecure way or do donuts in, 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 in a parking lot or to do anything dangerous to be cool. You know, you've been a loser for so long to understand like it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. You know, you create self-confidence in yourself. You know, but no one sold me drugs because I look like a dork. I had the worst haircuts ever. I had shitty fucking shoes. You know, I I, I was wearing graphic t-shirts until I was like nineteen, <laughs> like a fucking loser. No one sold me drugs. You know, and just you know that's my tip. I'm gonna do that to my fucking kids. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them homemade homemade haircuts. I'm gonna give them you know haircuts at home. And I'm gonna make them look like a loser but the story that I put a pin in and I'm definitely going to tell is I remember you know i, I, I one, one time I did a 180 in bed and I woke up the lights were out and like I don't know it was just it was just one of, it was one of those days where you like wake up in the middle of the night and I was like I was like confused I was I, I woke up confused right so when I got out of my bed and you know but 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 you know, everything was so dark that I thought that I that when I woke up, I woke up with my head, you know, where you know where the headboard is. That's where that that's the way I thought I woke up. But I woke up the opposite with my feet facing the headboard, and I when I woke up, I just like you know because you kind of know the path towards the light switch. I, you know, I didn't have like a lamp close to me, so I had to like. Walk towards the light switch. So I walked towards the light switch, but I walked towards the opposite wall of the light switch. Because again, I woke up dazed and confused and I did a 180, but I didn't realize that I did a 180 in bed. So I'm like, I don't know where I'm at. I'm like, where the fuck am I? I'm dazed. I'm confused. I'm sleepy. And my bladders like saying, hey man, I mean, you know, you're just a fucking... 10 year old dude you know you haven't done a key going your life I don't think you could hold in this load dude I don't think you could hold in this load I'm like I don't know where the I I was literally dazed and confused I didn't know where the fuck I was dude I was desperately low I I just I I was so lost I couldn't find the light switch you know my bladder was going sounding the alarm dude You know? Like, there was pee. The pee was going to come out of my fucking urethra, dude. I hadn't done a keg in my life. I didn't know how to hold it in, you know? The only way I could have hold it in that piss, dude, was by twisting my dick. There was no other way I could have hold in that fucking urine load inside of me, man. And I just, I don't know what the, I was so dazed and confused. I don't know. I just, I don't understand. Because it, was, it wasn't the fact that I just peed myself. It wasn't just that. It was the fact that, I, I did find like a bunch of un- used underwear on the ground because I was a really messy kid. I found a bunch of used underwear underwear on the ground, and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely gonna pee myself. I'm fucked. Like, there's no way I'm getting myself out of here. So what I did was I just started putting on a bunch of underwear on top of my on top of my underwear because I thought, okay, I think the cotton is gonna suck up all the urine, and, and it's not going to fucking fall on the floor, you know. So I peed myself and. You know, surprise, surprise, I just peed on, like, five pa- pairs of underwear of Tidy whiteies. I stained five pairs of Tidy whiteies with this thick yellow urine, and, and I peed the floor. Surprise, surprise. And after that, I, I kind of, like, woke up from this weird just daze, and I just turned on the light switch, I just, it, it it like, as a 10-year-old, I've, I could have been 12, but I don't want to say that, <laughs> but as a 10-year-old, I kind of, like, I came to it, and I'm like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> what did I, what did I, what the hell? That, well, that was, a, that's a crazy fucking memory, man. <laughs> Jesus, but I tried, dude. I remember I was, like, 20 minutes just lost. Just lost in my own room into darkness, dude. I didn't know where I was. I I was trying to feel my way through the room. And I just... It just... I felt like I was in another place, dude. Maybe I was abducted by aliens that day, dude. Maybe I was abducted by aliens that day, man. You know? Maybe that's why I couldn't hold in the urine as much as I normally could, dude. Because they put a tracking device inside my pee hole, dude. You know, my pee hole was still a little gaped. It was still recovering from the fucking, you know from the front side probing that I that I received <laughs> from the aliens, I don't know it was just, I was in a weird state dude I was in a weird state of consciousness when I woke up and just I just didn't know where I was it's a crazy fucking story man but anyways, let me look for the inspirational quote of the week, but anyways I have a segment on this podcast where I see an inspirational quote, I love inspirational quotes, they really help me get through my week and the inspirational quote of the week is god damn, there we go People who are crazy enough to think that they could change the world are the ones who do. Rob Siltanen. This is a very beautiful quote. I really like this one. I really like it. People who are crazy enough to think they could change the world are the ones who do. Yep. And that's why crazy people are the ones who write manifestos. Anyways, that's the podcast. Hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following me on social media, please, please, please buy crack for me. No, please follow me on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook, all that information is on the episode notes and, you know, on the description of YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, if you really enjoy the podcast, hey, recommend it to a friend. That really helps me a lot. But anyways... I got crack remember if you if you want <laughs> I love this song Anyways I'll keep you motherfuckers posted Peace The fuck Let me slow it down for get a